that's a, sorry, that just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I don't know why that's me. I'm crying. I can't see the screen. That was so funny in my head. Everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the Disaster Dads. We are going to go off the rails a little bit today. Not that we haven't ever stayed on the rails too much, but we're going to do a disaster movie review. So, for the inaugural-ish Disaster Dad movie review, we're going to be checking out the famous, the apocalyptic, 1998's own, Deep Impact. Armageddon. Uh, oh, see, never mind. everyone was thinking Armageddon. <laughs> That's where you go to when you think 1998 <laughs> apocalyptic movies. But, you know, it could have been Blade Trinity. I actually, I thought of the, the Truman Show, but that's just where my head goes. <laughs> the Truman Show. The Truman Show? Was that 98? <laughs> yes. Well, and and, so and since this is the inaugural one, I'm very much looking forward to the largest download of a podcast ever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, you know it's bigger than it was bigger than all other podcasts. I can tell you that right now. Period. Period. End of story. And please let me show you the download pictures. So. Right. Yeah. I want to see the pictures of them all. All right. <laughs> we'll do it. So, so we, deep we're in- supposed to watch Armageddon, right? Yeah. It was the uh, the 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 movie from 1998 about the asteroid. Yeah, Armageddon, the one with uh, Tay Leone in it. That one. Yes, exactly. Right, yeah. yeah, not the one with Liv Tyler. And uh, very and, and, the, and the Aerosmith singing the theme song. And the song. Aerosmith song, yeah. And Grand Crapper. Not, not, <laughs> not Graham that's Crappers. A great, that's a great point. I, I don't remember anything about the soundtrack to this movie. No. Okay, it's not right, a, well, just, anything just, memorable? Just to clarify, we are talking about Deep Impact, which did not have <laughs> any kind of soundtrack Regardless of how memorable. Well, I mean, it may have had a soundtrack, but not a commercially successful soundtrack. Well, and as as you guys know, I just play Aerosmith when I watch every movie. <laughs> That's where uh, everyone made their money. Yeah. Yeah, there was that well, horrible, horrible scene with. How'd that Apple. work for you while you watched? So Schindler's the list? only the only music in the only... <laughs> I thought of it, but I didn't go there. I cannot. That was Joe, by the way. Oh, you sell out. Oh, you sell out. You know they don't know our voices. Uh-uh. That was Joe. Oh, Uncle man. Joe. Oh, God. That was, that was great. Yeah. Um, sorry, were you going to say something, Frank, before we... I was going to say, the only music on the soundtrack was written by James Hormer, who actually uh, did all the music for the movie anyway, so no actual soundtrack. Well, you know, so there's it, an original score, is what you're saying. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that was the biggest feature difference between Armageddon and Deep Impact. I'm pretty sure was the music. That well, was, and the whole missing the Earth thing, but you know, yeah, details. Details. Yeah. Details. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. So it's, this movie. So, so this movie starts out with a high school group in the woods of Richmond. Right. Finding yep. something flying around, and they figure it's a satellite. Let's I mean, take yeah. a picture, and we'll send it to this planetarium. Which, we'll send it to a random, creepy-looking astronomer in, where was it, Arizona? Arizona. But, I mean, it, it you don't even, you're with four seconds in, you're getting weird teenage hormones from young Frodo and... Um, yeah. Le, uh, right. Young Frodo is, is Lily Sobieski. Sobieski, yes. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it was yeah. just kind of creepy. Was, and then you have the the old guy who, uh, he's familiar. There's a lot of faces in this that are very familiar from other. There's things. a lot of those guys. There's a lot of those guys in this movie. Yeah, that that guy was in that that show with with. The I believe girl. it was Mike O'Malley was the astronomy teacher. Yes, it was. Yes, it was Mike uh, O'Malley. But what, what is, he is he in? Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, he wasn't in King of Queens, but it was like. King of Queens ish. It, it was the it was the sitcom where they lived with the other comedian and his wife. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, that have? show. Right. Yeah. Hanging with Mr. Cooper? No. No. Oh. I, <laughs> you, you could see. Yeah, I don't know what show that was. What? You've never heard of Hanging with Mr. Cooper? I think I got that right, right? You did get that right. Thank you, Frank. Well, you got it right and so wrong at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. But no, so he looks for me, but then he just like leans in. It's like very, it starts out kind of creepy. 30, 30 seconds yeah. shot. Take a picture. We'll send it to Dr. Wolf. And right. then we get to Dr. Wolf. And the and Dr. Wolf, and this is like right in the, the era of they have to have computers in the movie, the computer scene in the movie, and something has to not work with the computer. Yep. And so in this one, for some reason, he can't connect to his email server. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking like AOL dial-up, you've got mail type technology here in 1998. No, in 98. Yeah, we were getting into fiber optics, Ethernet type structure. You had, was, yeah. Like, it was a little faster than you would, dial-up. But you would think of all the places an observatory would have like pretty solid you would think, internet tech. Yeah, you, you would think they would be on you know the higher end of the list for, for an ethernet drop. Yeah. But, but you'd uh, be wrong. But apparently not, yeah. <laughs> he works he works real hard to try to get that email sent while eating his pizza and the he he can't connect to do his email, but his computer has enough operating system and memory and all that to figure out the trajectory of a asteroid that it's going to hit earth like within 0.4 seconds yeah. i mean yep. isn't that like right. a lawrence livermore labs you know let's take over the couple cray computers for a while to figure this out type of thing or can you really you, do that with a slide rule right but then so instead he has to go and like drive to the post office to send this <laughs> to someone and at, at, as soon as he get as soon as he picked what, up that eight cell or nine phone, o'clock at night as soon as he picked up that cell phone while driving, I was like, oh, this guy's a goner. And sure enough, there's like a truck driver folding his socks while driving up the winding road and has to drive this bastard right off the road where his car instantly blows up to the nth degree. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, we're talking it, looked like it, was, it looked like it was a Jeep Wrangler, but it was really one of those geo trackers or whatever, you know, the very unbalanced it was, ones. It was the Suzuki Samurai, which yeah. you know, good gust of wind blew that right over. Which, yeah, right. Which, way, yeah. Which I think I were think taken there off the road so because they took too much. Threads. There were so many loose threads in this movie. I figured that this would be like set up this twist where it was like, oh, if only he had survived, we would have had an extra year to prepare for Ellie. Uh, the but but this was no. the most pointless scene of the movie. Correct. Other than the product the way, placement, that was there was stiff competition, but this one pulled it out. That's right. Yeah. Other than other the, than the product placement for Jolt Cola, that yes, thank you, was thank you. On. God, so, I love Jolt. Right? Why can't that now? Come Jolt back? wasn't willing to put up that Ensure money, though. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. We'll get well, into. Well, Jolt, Jolt was a fledgling in the uh, mid to yeah. late nineties. Yeah. Jolt and Surge and Surge, if you remember oh that. Oh my God! Yes, my shrunken <laughs> testicles totally remember Surge. <laughs> Oh, there goes that explicit tag. Four minutes into the episode. All right. There we go. So All right. we cut away and the visual away from... our listeners have been craving. Right. We cut away from that to some newsroom, the MSNBC newsroom, where... MSNBC doesn't have a newsroom. Yeah, let's just start with... Leone is digging into why the Treasury Secretary resigns. Now... This guy has no brain whatsoever because he gets briefed on there's an asteroid coming. We're building an ark to save 200,000 important people and 800,000 random schmoes and decides like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather get on a like 20 foot boat. Yeah, if that loaded with food supplies on the roof and drive out into the ocean to meet certain death. Yeah, I mean, he, he was on to something. He he was done with politics at that point. He didn't want to. I mean, he didn't want to have to live in a bunker with a bunch of people he didn't but really like, know. You know, here's the other question I don't that like I had. New people, right? Here's the question that I had: Was his wife really sick, or I, see, was it just like? I'm believing she really did have like 
some sort of alcoholism problem because he was handsy. Because that was pretty consistent with all of the sources that he was a he was a handsy secretary or handsy um, treasury secretary. Well, now, but T. Leone's character is for one thing saying, "Oh, the secretary of treasury is having an affair," and he's got a he may have mentioned it to the president, but now he's got a direct line installed to the president that only he could talk to. Maybe the president is having an affair. Yeah. So she right. went from one yeah, end to the other. Right. One time that Rob. Uh, that rabbit hole too and it was nothing completely given gone and then we cut to so she starts to figure out some that ellie might not be some hoe bag that the treasury secretary is banging well and starts the technical (laughs) it is the treasury department i have good sources uh, and then uh, so starts googling ELE, and this is so fantastic. Like early now, internet, now I, it has I, I don't think one. It was one Google. Result. Yeah, I, oh, I right. think she asked Jeeves for uh, uh, ELE. It comes up with one hit on a now, paleontology before website. Even, before she even gets to that, though, she just puts in ELE, and nothing comes up. She has to actually put in the period. It's E period, L yeah, period, that's right. and then. Yeah. You, you get the paleontology. Yeah, she should have done She should have done a boolean search. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she puts this all together after seeing all the insurer on the boat. Oh yeah, we totally and, and the insurer in the, the meeting with President, with president. Uh, Freeman. Yeah, well, but that, but she sees the insurer after during the meeting with the president, and this is the part that I love. So they can keep classified and secret the existence of this comet and this massive mine that they're digging in the middle of Missouri and but the spaceship they, in outer space and the spaceship they're building in space but they had to stash a thousand cans of insurer in the White House which they're going to evacuate anyway why yeah no reason no, no reason and, whatsoever and, and we kind of we kind of skipped over it because we got distracted but insurer is everywhere. Insure is stacked on the top of the little schooner that the Treasury Secretary is going away in. She Let's sees all that. that. Insure, I mean, but it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this is like the thing. The capital and, is filthy with insure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's what but you... I mean, do. these are some older uh, cabinet officials and the president is, is kind of spry. Yeah, but... But you're, even you're, still, that was... I'm going to say too much insure. Well, and then when you factor in the fact that factor in the fact, when you think about the fact that they're not taking anyone over the age of 50 into the ark. Right. So it's like, we're, we're oh getting, my God. we're getting way. Oh my ahead God. Of ourselves, slow, slow down. Slow your roll. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Cause we didn't even. But that's such a going. good point. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hold that thought because we're totally glancing over the way. Taya Leone ends up meeting we said President Freeman, by the way, Morgan Freeman, the best uh, one of the ever. best presidential characters ever. Yes. Although I think he did a better God, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. So she's driving back from seeing the, the Treasury Secretary yeah. on an empty key bridge. So yes. keep that in mind. While Five distracted talking into a actually microphone. Actually technically makes this movie science fiction. Exactly. <laughs> Five black sedans swarm her, almost run her off the bridge, yes. throw her onto a closed Whitehurst freeway ramp, which is pretty accurate. Yes. And then our, yeah, the that part's people, accurate. And then our incredibly polite, where they're like, please come with us. Here's a seat. Don't watch your head. And then, and then they and take we'll take her. care of your car. Yeah. 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 We got the car. Phil, bring that with us. Bring that POS sob, you know, along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, they yeah. rear her. Where, and that's where she ends up in a kitchen with a random guy eating ice cream. And then, Boom, Morgan Freeman who gives her a nowhere. bad time about the Manhattan Project, and she still thinks that Ellie is a, a mistress. And so, yep. yes, that was only right. the creation of the atomic bomb. I'm just talking about someone you banged. Yeah, I mean, it was she was very confused, and she played it very right. well. So then we get into the whole. All right, the president announces it, makes the most ridiculous deal with this junior <laughs> associate producer, like. Wait six days for your story, and then I'll let you ask the first question, which would never happen. But no. anyway, from, from the second row, they don't even let her first, yeah, row. Right. first row, second, second row. row, center. Which also 
runs into this weird, this other weird plot line where Tia Leone and um, um, uh, uh, Crutch Doctor from ER. Laura Ennis. Laura, Laura, Laura Ennis. Ennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I've but no doubt I've had the worst comment of the night, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crutch Doctor. <laughs> but anyway, so Laura Ennis is like, Kind of undercutting Tia Leone, but not really. Like, it's unclear, because, like, it does seem like Tia Leone is completely unqualified to be a reporter. Right, and she's totally she horny really in wants... on Laura Ennis's Pebble Beach right. spot. And Laura Ennis, and, like, by the way, the daycare at MSNBC is, like, right off the That's newsroom. Right off the newsroom. Like that, yeah, That's a good point. That daycare for is amazing. One kid, for one kid. <laughs> There's one kid in it right off the newsroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so hey. they go through. So, but so the MSNBC there's also money. This whole, like, oh, is she undercutting uh, uh, Tia Leone or not? I don't know. It's unclear. Again, another thread that just never goes anywhere. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of threads that don't get knit into a very nice blanket on this one. Right. And so the president announces, and he's like, both astronomers died. In a car wreck, uh, and one of them is named like Young Frodo, or <laughs> what's his name? Young Bilbo. Uh, the, Be- Beaterman. 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 Right. And the, so Leo, can Leo, you imagine Leo, if the can you imagine if the asteroid or comet's name is <laughs> Young Frodo? Yeah. <laughs> so the world's going to end because of Young Frodo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which then leads to the most like ridiculous press conference in front of his school. No, well, no, because Elijah Wood does. His whole neighborhood shows up. Yeah, young Frodo, by the way, is Elijah Wood, who plays Leo yeah. Peterman. But everybody shows up at his house. Yeah, the entire neighborhood just comes out and swarms his front lawn, and he's like, uh, "No, I'm, I'm still a, alive. I'm alive." Yeah, and, and the girl that he likes, I'm the, not her, an astronomer. The girl that he likes, the comet Lily Sobriesk, uh, whatever Lily Sobriesk, so, the yeah. future Mrs. Peterman. Yeah, her Spo- only comment spoiler. is. No one's, no one in our neighborhoods ever discovered an asteroid that's going to end the world. It's like, uh, comet, Eric. Comet, yeah. Sorry, that comet. is so racist. <laughs> it's so racist. But it's like, it, it is a pretty, it is a pretty passive aggressive comment. Like, yeah, no one in does, has done this in my neighborhood. Way to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. What? Like, if you hadn't done this, the Earth wouldn't be ending. Right. Yeah. Does the homeowners association know about you now? It was, <laughs> yeah. you know. The the so, malarkey's three but, blocks over. They discovered right. one last year, so now it's so our turn. Is that is that when he talks about the cave that they're building, the ark? No, that first. No, that doesn't the, come to much later. Yeah, you have to go through the space mission, right? Yeah. So, so this is just introducing the. Uh, they're sending the Messiah. The space cowboys. With, right, they're sending the space cowboys, which is um, not young Robert Duvall, <laughs> young Mary McCormick. Um, a handsome Ron Eldard. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say handsome Blair Underwood, but I, you know, that's well, being he's, he's like, is he on the mission. Yes. What? He's on the mission. He's on the mission. He's on the mission. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm he, already forgetting this movie. He's, uh, he's doing yoga then, randomly in the back. He's doing weightless right, 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 right. points. And then um, peak thin John, John Favreau. Favreau. Yes. Because and, and Favreau went through this like elliptical curve where it was like like a sine curve kind of situation where it was like he was fat in Rudy, otherwise known as Joe's uh, favorite movie of all time. Uh, then he started to get thin. It's true. Joe. No, no, no. Cause then he, stayed, he, then he was, he, he was the, a, then he was the big stoner in PCU. Yeah. Oh, yes. God, how, yes. I so that was then it, right. Then thinned out for swingers, swingers. This was peak thinness. And then he started to go back up. When he did like the replacements, uh, and then ended up in Iron Man, where he was fat again. I forgot about the replacements. Great Let's not forget back. the Doctor and Elf. And the Doctor <laughs> and Elf, yeah, yeah. But he was and, already off the actor diet and onto the director diet by that yeah. point. So, and also on the Messiah mission, we had the crazy the, Russian uh, standard. The, the, the standard Russian add-on that had to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he could only make the technology work. Yeah. Deep right. impact, oh, and they had the nuclear bombs, so you know the Russians had right. all the bombs. Right. And so, 
so these guys go up and like from the get-go it seems like robert duvall does not care if they come back from this mission because he's like even at the barbecue he's like my wife's dead and like here are my great boys and they're grown up and you're like oh he does not care at all. Yeah. yeah. The like, only reason he he, brought, the only reason he's brought on is because he was the last man on the moon. Yeah. And so, so land, on, land the on the moon. So if you right, land walk. So so if you can land on the moon, then you could land on an asteroid. You can land on a, a, on comet. a comet. That's apparently wonderful that, so that, logic. That's his. That's his sole point for being there. And yeah. to add on to everything else, he's got the black and white family picture on the console. Right. At his that's a dead so giveaway. As soon as you from, see that. Back. That's right. that's the death card. He's not coming back. Yep. Yeah. He's thinking, you know, I've been to outer space six times. I was on the moon. Eh, might as well go out with some sort of bang. And, and he does. And he, yeah, and he does. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah way to ruin so, it for us, Rob. So they go up. <laughs> I was they, Eric. They, they, they I blow. Was Frank. They blow up the comet ish. But they actually only succeed in creating two comets. So they have the panic comment and comet, and then the real one. Right. The one. The and one. They have now calculated that one is going to hit in the water, and one is going to hit in Canada. Thanks, Canada. And the one that's going to hit in Canada is going to wipe us out. So their solution is: we're going to build a cave. And but they're going to apologize for wiping us out. They're very polite like that. <laughs> right. yes. We're gonna put we're yeah. gonna put a cave that fits like not that many people in it. One million out of three hundred what ninety eight, probably three hundred million people in the states, maybe two ninety. So like you know, less than one percent of the population. Yeah. A third of a percent of the population. Um and my favorite scene is so they institute martial law. And uh, they freeze salaries, freeze prices, right? Freeze prices and salaries and everything. And everyone's supposed to stay in their area. But when they're busing in the Biederman family, there's like thousands of people outside of the cave, like clamoring to get in. Clamoring clamoring is a good word, Eric. They are clamoring. They are clamoring. They want to get in. Let's go back for a second. All the all the secrets that have been successfully kept here, because you know this is Washington. Yes. After all, you can't keep a secret. So we've kept well, a secret that they're building. Well, we're this, now in the limestone caves of Missouri, Frank. So yeah. I beg to differ. Yes. We we've kept a secret that they've that they were building this massive space shuttle in orbit, which a random teenage astronomer found a comet, but didn't see. This thing being built in orbit. Yeah, we've kept we've kept quiet the cave, and we've also kept quiet the selection criteria for who's going to go into the cave. Yep, <sighs> and also the fact that you're going to have to collect all of the animals two by two in order to put them in the ark as well. Um, I think in one of the pre-show briefs, someone said that was the uh, Freedom Caucus's, you know, get forget all that money. I mean, you got to yes. make sure that that all worked out, and then. Then you know, yeah, no one over the age of over the age of fifty is going to be picked to get in. So it's right. kind of like you know, selective service. You have to be of a certain age, make sure you're registered, and all those kind of things. Yeah, because right. anyone over the age of fifty has nothing to contribute to society. Yeah, that's pretty true. So we'll check in soon. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so that was a good one, Joe. Up. Well done. They're cutting to they're cutting to loading up the ark. Right? I have no idea what you're talking about. And the animals that they're we're making a Frank's old joke, Joe. Catch up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, is, I'm, I'm actually doing other things as we record this podcast. Is, yeah, we can tell. Uh, is the the animals that they cut to are two elephants, two flamingos. So they're literally doing that like two by two marching yeah. into the ark thing. Two ostriches. Then they break away from that, and it seemed like a few lemurs. There, there were yes, there were lemurs. I counted lemurs. And two turkeys. Like, hey guys, like maybe a chicken or a cow might do some good in there. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. for two years. You gotta pay, but, but they've got all the insure, so they're good. Yeah. They don't need the they cows or the chickens. They're, they're yeah, good you, to go. They're good. Um, yeah, but two turkeys. One of those has to get pardoned at Thanksgiving. Where's our? What are we at in the timeline? Was it summer of two thousand? Are we up to now? 
something like that. Yeah. So yeah, because the uh, when the um, astronomy club sends a picture from like May something nineteen ninety eight. So a year later, so we're in spring of '99 when they do the announcement. And then they say, it's, right, that it's going to hit in a year. So we're into summer of 2000. Yeah, right? so we're getting into 2000. Yeah. So, um, so if the okay. comet doesn't get you, Y2K, you know, well, Y2K well, didn't get you. But see, so that's the comet something. will now. That doesn't come up in discussions anywhere. We're having a hardwire. No. Like, I remember Y2K was a much bigger deal. Like, it should have at least made a little bit of a snippet in the movie if you're going to have and, something at that time frame. And now that we bring it up, you know, 98 was definitely the pre-gaming for Y2K. They could have worked that into the oh, script. Yeah. yeah. You start collecting all those AOL CDs just in case something was going to happen. If not, you've got coasters. <laughs> you got a whole you coaster know? set? Because you're going to be underground for two years. You need coasters. You don't want water stains on that carpet and or that um, wherever you put you've got to live with that. Yeah, you got to – you can't no. get. You can't have anywhere to go. Who's right. going to make your new one? I know. What's the plan? Also, so, no, no scenes at all inside the uh, bunker. Well, you no. know, wasted opportunity. Th- they may That's be talking. They may be talking That's about a comet, no, but they, yeah, they don't have all Armageddon the special money. effects money went into the dirt bike scene. That's <laughs> right. Now, now this this discussion we're going off on shows how many different threads and plot lines this movie has. It was really. It, it was seven. Bad scripts that went nowhere, and they just cobbled them together. Well, because we haven't yeah. even we haven't even gotten into the astronauts. We said they broke the comet in two into a small piece and a larger piece. We haven't even gotten how they did that. So they take nukes up with them. Yep. They land on the eight comet. nukes. Eight nukes. Eight and nukes. It, well, I just yeah. So they right. they have to land on the comet and drill down into yes. the comet and to set these and detonate them to blast it apart. Pretty much the same plot line for Armageddon, which, if you go watch Armageddon after this, Bruce Willis pretty much sums up Deep Impact when they get him off the oil rig. He's like, why don't you just train astronauts how to drill? Why are you getting us knuckleheads? Yeah, but see, they don't really train the astronauts how to drill. They essentially used a little tiny miniature earth boring machines from CORE. So we're combining all of the movies into this. Yes. This is like the Uber move disaster movie. Yeah. But on Rotten Tomatoes, Deep Impact did score better than Armageddon. Huh? Armageddon oh, made Armage- more money. Yeah, it did. Armageddon got a thirty nine on Rotten Tomatoes and Deep you know, Impact got a forty eight. That's that's the Ben Affleck drip drop decrease. Uh, that, that's that's the that's the Aerosmith soundtrack. We all know that. Come on. Hey, yeah. and hey, Billy Bob Thornton. Watch your mouth, yes. Billy. <laughs> watch <laughs> yeah. No. What? Isn't it? Wait. Isn't Aerosmith from Boston? I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the bad boys from Boston. For you. I uh, thought you were. I thought you were knocking the Aerosmith there. I'm just. No. I no. I wasn't knocking the. In in checking on some of the trivia or whatever, it says that this is part of the. Uh, what did it call it? The um, disaster movie revival of the '90s. Like yes. that was actually a thing between Volcano, Dante's Peak, uh, the Core, Armageddon, Armageddon the Deep core, Impact, Twister, Twister. It's like you know, if you want to, uh, you want to get your emergency preparedness, you know, prep going. Just watch movies yep. from the late '90s, apparently, early 2000s. Yes, yeah. and whatever happened in the day after tomorrow, ignore it. But right. see, for another conversation, I kind of like that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe because you freeze New York, I'm not quite sure. But um, so we were talking about some of the weird scenes and everything like that. So between uh, Lili Lili Sobereski and Young Frodo, they had a lot. Not even close. They had a lot of scenes, but when they started started doing the, you know, hey, how's this movie? Like doing all their whatever audience testing. Right people hated them so all you have is you have them at the very beginning for 30 seconds like yeah two minutes in the middle and then the very awkward end is and like is what is the deal with her parents when they're like hey get on that bus and you automatically live and she's like get, no i want to stay with you get well, on the bus yeah with your new 17 year old husband and get in a case 17 more like 15 no no what, no what, in two years it's been two years 
So they were in, they were freshmen probably when it started. So he's I would go yeah, seventeen-ish. So, so he, so Frodo Elijah Wood, you know, try gets gets Lily Sobieski to marry him so that she can be saved and make it into the Ark. With uh, the most amazing me, proposal ever, they've told me that if I marry her, you, you can come in with me. That's the yes. proposal. That was a very her mother, her mother, played by Tasha Yar. Yeah. Uh, for those Star Trek fans, holding a is doll pregnant or for, has a baby. And is hold, then years holding, younger. Right, and is then holding a Cabbage Patch doll yeah. for ninety percent of her scenes until the very end when they have a shot of a real baby. Yeah. And but, if and if we're gonna talk about in laws between the Wood Sobieski marriage, let's let's not forget the very young Toby Ziegler, yes. young beardless Toby Ziegler as yes. Elijah Wood's father. Yes, who actually has the play of the movie when uh, Elijah Wood is like, I'm going to bicycle back and save Sarah from Missouri to Virginia Beach. He's like, okay, here, have a ring and a watch, and you can barter that for safe passage across half the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the geography of this, the logistics oh, behind yeah. oh, the geography. travel is... Because of the, the cutscene where he appears to be in Arizona watching the news on, the, on a pickup truck yeah. with some cowboys. I don't even want to think about the ride on the horrible green bus from Virginia to Missouri at they all. They took a school bus from Virginia Beach to Missouri. Yes. Exactly. Essentially, yeah. That I would, would be... rather take the ask the comet. No. <laughs> it would have been it would have been horrible. Um, so on I, his way back, he bicycles back into town somehow. Yeah. He bi- yeah, he bicycles, but he catches a ride with um, some migrant workers who are doing I don't know what who like st- in what looked like Arizona. Yeah. Like he's so going he the took wrong a long direction. Route. But <laughs> what we're failing what we're what we're failing to mention here With is only during hours. this time when he's when he's biking back Pre- uh, President Freeman there has launched all of the United States Titan missiles and all yeah. of the Russians space and yeah to try to destroy these two or push astro- it off asteroids. Yeah, I think they course. I think they gave up on the smaller portion that's coming at us at, at the Earth, and they're trying right. to knock out either destroy or knock off course the bigger the portion big of it. Yeah. yeah, which that also fails. So now yes. they're SOL. Yes. So uh, yeah, and so he. So so we go back so, to well, yeah. the spaceship and Blair Thank Underwood you. doing his weightless yoga. Yeah. You got one crewman. One crewman Here. who's blinded because. He didn't have his face shield down when the sun crossed over the the threshold and, and that would pretty be much blew his face off. Yep. Yes. Right. S- sadly, slim fit astronaut physique John Favreau has been blown off by off gassing from the comet. Yeah, so we're down that a couple. Comet people. farted to death. I was gonna say, could you imagine and, me in uh, outer space off gassing? I would fly everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And then you would be self-propelled. You wouldn't need one to like act with the handles. I've got just a, I've got a one-way valve on my suit. Yep, exactly. Sorry. I believe that was used in The Martian, which we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, but it, so there, so Robert Duvall is literally drawing with a crayon on a piece of paper, and comes just, just up big with marks. Yeah, comes up with <laughs> the. Uh, solution of oh we've got four nukes left over. Um, P.S. Why maybe if you had used all eight, <laughs> you would have actually we, we wouldn't be in this asteroid. But anyway, we've got four nukes left over, but we don't have the the codes and we don't have a radio that works. So they got sent up with eight nukes and one radio. Uh, why don't we go back, fly back quick to Earth, get the codes, and then blow ourselves up inside the big comet. Yeah. The part that I love is they get back to radio range of Earth and na- like no one at NASA is trying to work this problem. They're all just yeah, they- sitting there glumly waiting to die. Yeah. They all run in and like, oh, you're still around? This is great. Yeah. And the and dad then- from that 70s show is like, get them the codes. Which yeah. it, it, they, they don't even have the codes. They're like, but... NASA somehow can magically pull four new codes out of the blue. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's okay. That's totally real life. No, I mean, it's not. 
I've got some. I've got some in a drawer just waiting to be used, just in case. That's probably it's probably it's, safer it's than probably now. how the Russians take care of them. But you know, maybe okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Exactly. Um, uh, one thing that I thought was funny during my research, I a third of the movie was cut. So if I was looking for some of the old trailers and I couldn't find them all, but like there are scenes in the trailers that never made it into the actual movie because they cut a third Ooh. of it during editing. There sure. were also supposed to be see. There are also supposed to be scenes with David Letterman and Bill Maher uh, to show. Oh, yeah. So those those didn't make it. Um, they were supposed to be in the script and and filming, but they ran out of time and or budget and couldn't do that. Can you imagine like a Letterman? Wait, so wait. Was it was it in the trailer? No, no, no. Those weren't in the trailer. Those were those were part of the shooting schedule, but then they just canceled them because they knew that they couldn't afford to do it and that it wouldn't. Um, wouldn't work but just a, a david letterman you know, like cameo on come this on. but you know it had it would have to be a top 10 oh yeah a top, it would have know, to be a nice yeah. top 10 i mean that would be great that would be something this movie needs other than given msnbc yeah at That's the time I, 98 this is the height of msnbc so oh msnbc was brand new it was yeah. maybe two years old at this point. This movie went long on MSNBC. They were all yeah. in on MSNBC. Yeah. MSNBC yeah. and Insure were, were finding out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they picked up the big bucks. Yeah. Um, to see, Letterman and Bill Maher would have just added an eighth and ninth level of nonsense to this movie. And 90s-ness. If this had been like an, like uh, some random like politically incorrect scene on – uh, what to deal with, the, how to deal with the comet, or something well, like that. Wasn't that Bill Maher's show in the nineties? That yeah, wasn't that it? that's what Bloody I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You you cut to the 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 set of politically incorrect. You know, it would have only been playing in the background when someone was talking or something like that, though. <laughs> right. The 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 fresh cut would have been to the Letterman top ten, and Bill yeah. Maher would have been on a TV and in someone's office. That would have been so good. That so, would have been so good. So yeah, so I mean, we've bounced around a lot on it, but it, the movie bounces around a lot on us and has a lot yeah. of un, uh, un, unknown reasons for putting some of the stuff in for it that we never get satisfaction on. Um, right. So, so yeah, so but so they're getting ready to fly these have these astronauts yeah. fly into the thing, right? Yeah, the the, sh- the shuttle's they, gonna they bring like a all of the families in, in except for the Russians because you know screw that guy. Uh, all the families of the, Ameri- oh, the American astronauts in. And they say to Ron Eldard, oh, we tried to get uh, your family, your wife and your son in from, uh, Utah. from Utah, but we couldn't do it in time. But so, <laughs> but then they, but then, oh my God, they make it just Miraculously. in time to have the video chat with the blind guy um, and, and have their like heartfelt, moment of goodbye but if i'm ron elder i'm like wait they were safe in utah surrounded by the rocky mountains safe from the splash zone of the comet and you flew them to houston which is on the gulf of mexico you've just killed my family (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know but they got to say goodbye they got to do the uh the face waterfall on the screen and say goodbye (laughs) right Oh, we got to cut that out. That is such a copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I did some prep work on the other uh, other shows. They had great things. Yeah, it, that that's why they're great shows. <laughs> and, and and we're not yet. We yeah. can be. We can be. Oh, so so the great again. Messiah hooks the U-turn, and yeah, Messiah slams on the brakes because they. Busted out of there as fast as they could the first time to beat the meteor or the comet home, and then they're like, yep. "Oh no, we're gonna fly into it." So that's essentially, and they, and they just so happen to have just enough fuel left to do that to to make it yeah. right to, over to the comet. Yep, and so they get in, they blow up the big guy, but then Biederman still goes and hits. Yeah, right. The smaller portion, the yeah, smaller one. The and smaller every, everyone decides to evacuate just about the moment the asteroid hits the atmosphere. You know, comet oh asteroid. God. I can't. Everybody's I, like, I got to get in one last beach day before yeah. the end times. 
So that, right. So yeah. So no. you've had a year, and now everyone, which at the last minute, at the last yeah, I mean, the, the, the traffic jam scene is going on. That's just they evacuated that. They evacuated New York City like oh, New Joe, Orleans Joey. after Katrina. Joe, it was Joe, like, Joe, <laughs> Joe, that is Joe. Yeah, we could barely that, understand you on that, Joe. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh. oh, yeah, no, yeah, your mic is gone. Oh, man. wait, do you have a meteor coming overhead causing some sort of electromagnetic <laughs> is interference? It, yeah, is that magnetic interference? Is that beating yeah, on you? Or did you have baked beans for dinner? Because it sounds like you're fart talking. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Can oh. you hear me? Oh, no. no. Barely. Thumbs down. But, so, anyways, uh, yeah, it's your headphones. So, well, That's well, what you're talking to. that out. So we're, so we're looking at a massive traffic jam on what is actually 234 here in Northern Virginia, Manassas. which runs right through Manassas. Yes, it was. If, this is the one part of the movie that was realistic because if yeah, you're going to talk about if, the end of the world, you must talk about Manassas, Virginia. And if you go to 234 today and get on that road, you will experience exactly yeah, what that you same saw trip. in the movie. Yeah. Right. You may even see Elijah Wood come by on a motorbike. We don't know. He could probably yeah. still be there. I mean, it was. Yeah. And now, so Elijah Woods, we, we, we missed the fact that he gets back to his his wife's house and he can't find her anywhere. His but he wife's goes into the gr- house. He goes, <laughs> That's true. He goes, in, he goes into the garage. That's 100% accurate, yes. His he goes wife's into the garage house. and there's his father-in-law's dirt bike locked up in the garage where he left it earlier in the movie. Which, you know, watching the movie, that motorbike has to come back somehow. So he finds the key, takes off riding on his motorbike, which just happens to have enough gas to get from where he's his house all the way out this road out of the out of Virginia Beach. Yeah, and he, he manages all package in all this traffic, millions of cars. He manages to find his wife's family. Actually, he didn't. They found him, and then she jumped up onto the roof Starts. of the minivan and was like, uh, "Hey." Hey, Frodo, young Frodo. (laughs) Right. And so they find at this point, she's ready to leave her parents for dead and (laughs) hops on the bike. They 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 strap the baby onto her. Uh, First time that that there was ever a live baby on the set was for this shot, by the way. They totally snipered it. Uh, where they were holding dolls for 90% of those scenes. And they go up to the high ground. But here's the thing. Why didn't the parents just, like, run behind them? Yeah, because they ditched the motorcycle pretty soon after. And why are are they the only ones with motorcycles? But even, like, walk. Walk up the hill. Like, they've been sitting in dead-end traffic for who knows how long. Yeah. Walk. There's a hill on either side of the of the road. Walk up a hill. You just need to get to high ground. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, high ground at this point looks pretty much like the Sierra Nevada mountains, which is yeah. nothing like what you see off of yeah. 234 in Manassas. No. Absolutely not. So, oh, somebody got an email. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh god, this movie is so this so is exhausting. This is so we exhausting. haven't even. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the MSNBC evacuation of the newsroom in the helicopter and Taylor. Oh Leone God! Yeah, where um, out. Um, um, what's his name? Um, Dugray Scott, who oh. plays the uh, the screaming cameraman. He's always screaming yeah. about whatever it happens to be. No um, matter what movie he's in. Mission Impossible two? two. I think it was two. Yeah. Yeah, he was the bad guy that uh, with the the virus that uh, injected yeah. uh, Westworld lady with the virus. God, that's right. She remember? Was, yeah, Man, that's good. That yeah, was good. I forgot she was Westworld. He was also in uh, Hitman, which I don't think too many people watched. It was not bad. No. Hey, so how's my microphone? Yes, well back? done, sir. Oh, you yeah. yeah. come back, back in for the hitman. Well done. Yeah, yeah. There were some adjustments of wires, and I don't know what happened, but I'm well, back. you're just in time. We're talking about Tay Leone getting out of MSNBC and then deciding yeah. not to, and... and then and putting the woman that basically has been screwing her over professionally for a year or two years, two I guess. Years. Right? Yeah. Is that the time yeah. for this movie? That's yeah. the timeline. They really don't make the timeline very clear at all in this movie. No. 
Well, because Taya Leone keeps on pretty much the same blouse throughout the whole movie. Yeah. God, so she is so nineties in <laughs> everything she wears. Right? Was this I, was this during right, the David right Duchov- Was this during the David Duchovny days with her, or is this? Yes, I uh, so. yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. So, so she pretty much raided Dana Scully's closet. Is is what we figured out. <laughs> yeah, she goes full Scully. So, and so she she drives up to Connecticut. Another, if I remember correctly, from going to school there, a waterfront state. So she does the post-apocalyptic reverse commute and has no problem getting to Connecticut <laughs> in about it's the three hours. Apocalyptic. Yeah. She's still reverse commuting up to Connecticut in what I think was about two hours. Yes. And I don't. That's not possible at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it's it's Connecticut because as soon as you hit that state, you're dodging orange barrels because it's constantly under construction. <laughs> yes. And uh, you can't drive that fast. Absolutely. We gave up on infrastructure once we realized the world was going to end. We once did an East Coast road trip. And we were coming up with new um, state mottos. Uh, and the one we came up with for Connecticut was close to where you want to be, but not. <laughs> this the state That's tree true. is an orange construction barrel. True story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and uh, but so she gets up to meet up with vaguely European dad. who Maximilian Shell. Yes, who we've determined is in fact European, and but uh, I'm still skeptical that that is his real accent. And uh, I think they were like, "Hey, you talk with a vaguely what is he Austrian German? What is he German? Uh, Swiss. 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 Swiss Austrian. Hey, you sound like you sound like a Swiss guy. Why don't you sound like a Swiss guy, but not really? Uh, and he's like, I I can do that, and comes up with this weirdo accent. No yeah, explanation as to why. That was happening, right? I'm, I'm assuming it's because Tommy Lee Jones was unavailable. Yeah, I mean, there's that, and then the whole plot line of him oh, marrying the daughter. And then he the also daughter. has a hot young or, wife yeah. for three minutes. Who <laughs> then leaves him? Yeah. Who leaves him? Yeah. Another but, example of a plot line that was not needed to move the story forward. No, I feel like they did all of that to try and in a failed attempt to make the people seem more like relatable, like all the family drama stuff, but it just made it more confusing. Yeah. So confusing. Cause then you got her mother, Vanessa Redgrave, who's got yeah. what, three or four scenes through the entire movie and then kills herself. Yes. While dressed to the nines. Yes. Yeah. That's how you want to go out. That would have been a perfect Aerosmith song somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. I want to see. Well, on another pod, we can talk about how I want to go out, which is Viking funeral. But anyway, uh, make that happen. Yeah. Uh, Why are you a friend? Wait, is this yeah. kind of like a yeah. last will and testament right now? So this is going to. If it's on people... a podcast, it's a legal document, right? Yeah, yeah totally. th- that's binding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, um, what's left? I feel like. I, I mean, feel like this movie was four hours long. Oh, the gi- the can, giant waves that wipe, wipes out the entire East Coast. Yeah, so okay. people, all uh, those people in Times Square, all the people in, yes. in DC, all the people in Boston. Yeah, I think the movie really would have been tied up like a bow if the boat that the Treasury Secretary was on <laughs> was at oh. the top of the wave as it crested over Taya Leone at the beach, that and the awesome. boat just like Damn smashed it. right into her. No. I think that the whole thing, then you could just movie over. The, yeah. If you had that Boston yeah. Whaler, ride it out from Long yep. Island Sound. Just keep rolling. All the way to the, the Ohio way, River Valley. That, um, by the way, I the did, tidal wave that comes yeah. over Times Square comes from the west. So yes. Ron Jersey is starting tidal yeah. waves that well, we don't know about. Yep. Starting something. And... Uh, but I would say that the one thing that was that I did think was really cool was when they did the the top down shot and the wave came over and there were all of the people on the top of the building. I think it was in New York. It might have yeah. been in D.C. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Like when they're cutting through all of the disaster scenes. Yeah. And they have the like the head of the Statue of Liberty going down Fifth Avenue or whatever. Yeah. But right before that, they had. 
the the top down shot with like a couple hundred people on top of one of these uh, one of the high rises, like running around like ants. And I just thought that was actually a pretty cool shot. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I, it, no, it was. It was just all all of a sudden. Screw all you. Oh. Screw every single one of you. No, we are agreeing with you. Your your cinematic sense is a little different than ours, and you catch your your perceptions, Dan, are so much higher than ours that we missed it. Yeah. Or else, I, or at that point, my mind kind of turned off, and I was just was happy that it was nearly over. Yeah, it might have been burned out by that point. I kept yeah, hitting yeah. the button on Amazon Prime to see how many minutes were left. By the way, big downside to these episodes: had to watch it twice. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I did once to get a remember. You know, rem- remember my remind myself. I need to stop. This was 128 proof bookers, so I'm doing okay right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I had to watch it once to remind myself. Then I did it on Amazon Prime, which I think we collectively have watched it more than it has seen in a long time on Amazon Prime. So like, oh, this is great. You know, what do we got going on here? Uh, so but, yeah, I probably had about. There, there was probably about twenty five viewings, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I go, I watched it about three times. I did put more preparation into this episode just by watching a movie than I do all of our other episodes combined. Combined, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, it just shows that you care, Joe. It shows. So that have you we care. made? Have we made it every once in a movie? while? Well, uh, almost. The the so Taya Leone gets wiped out on the beach in Connecticut with her dad because she feels guilty about her childhood and yada yada. And he lied. She lied to him. So so she decides to get wiped out by a wave instead of saving herself. That, so that's so, the whole movie in itself. So that happens. The real end of it is when President Friedman is standing in front of the White House talking about how we're going to rebuild. And yeah. the White House doesn't the look like He's in front of the Capitol. That's capital. right. The Capitol doesn't look like it was flooded. It looks like it was 1812. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it looks firm. Yeah. But, but at this point, they already have the, the tower crane up over it, and they're rolling. They, <laughs> well, they see, got that's contractors just, but that's just D.C. Those cranes never come down. They're, if you take the, if you take the cranes away, the swamp comes back. The, the cranes <laughs> keep the swamp away. Yeah. So that so that's how the movie ends. Um, there, you know, watching it, we watched it. I it was on Amazon Prime, so you know, you get to do the little X-rated, all the extra features. Like this movie has so many different trivia things that kept popping up. I don't know if that's because they kept, you know, refilming it or doing it different ways, but it was. There were a lot yeah. of uh, trivia moments, but the favorite one that we didn't actually mention was um, they did have. A line about it's not going to be Armageddon. So President Freeman yep. says that in one of his first press conferences, and they cut that out right. because they're like, oh, you know, Armageddon's coming out. We don't. We probably shouldn't mention that. Yeah, we shouldn't plug our competitive movie. Right. Two months out. No. So we, should we, we actually we, we try neglected. and review? Should we actually try and re- review some of the disaster preparation steps that were taken in this movie by people? We, oh, I yeah. think we're obligated to. Yeah. So yeah. first sure. of all. Big, big problem. I did not see one goddamn tarp <laughs> in zero, this. Zero, zero. grommeted tarps. In zero tarps. Don't even talk about grommets. Zero <laughs> tarps in this movie. Total fail. Hollywood. Well, they only had an $80 million budget, so they couldn't get the tarps Total in. fail. And, and they spent a boatload of it, pun intended, on insure. Yeah. So apparently well, the key to survival is the uh, official protein drink of every uh, retirement home call any of us ever ran at the firehouse. And not right. even a flavored one, right. just like vanilla insured, just standard. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So no. buy a lot of Are there other flavors? Talk. Yeah. There's a strawberry. Well, let's ask Frank. Are you speaking for I think experience? there's chocolate. <laughs> Frank's like, hold on, let me check what I got in the fridge. <laughs> His microphone is fixed and he's on fire, folks. Do you have throwing any strikes? Idea? Do you have, he's do you have throwing any idea strikes. I am right now because <laughs> Frank is getting all the old man jokes, not yeah. me. And yeah. Rob is so, Rob's that older. Was the best Rob's older. <laughs> I know. Rob, we didn't think you could hear us. <laughs> I thought your hearing aid battery was out. Yeah, I'm all good. That's what that static uh-huh. was. He leaned his all hearing right, aid but, into the microphone. Yeah. 
haven't seen. Obviously, so you want to keep the key to your dirt lo- dirt bike chain uh, in a in a glass jar of nails yep. and washers. Yeah, right. In a mason jar. In a mason jar. In a mason jar. A mason jar. Yeah. Right. You, right next to the bike. You want as long as you can to prepare for the disaster, but then wait till the last minute to do anything about it. Um, you know that was an awesome prep. You know they had at least five months to know that their uh, first mission didn't work. No one, no one left the coast. They didn't try to evacuate anyone anywhere. This is where Dan, you talk about uh, the frozen one. Where was it? Um, oh, day after uh, tomorrow. Day after day tomorrow, after knew that thing wasn't working. They moved everyone to Mexico. They prepared for that and they started shifting people out. But yeah, so you gotta uh, knowing what's going on. They weren't very prepared for that. So, no. so yeah, there are a lot of points in here. None of them I would really use as a disaster, full-on disaster prep. But um, uh, we've covered the movie. We've covered the start. I think there's one last thing that we have to do, and I think this was an idea from Dan. Uh, everyone needs to give their rating, and how many grommets would you give this on your movie tarp? So uh, as you are the grommet master, Dan, what, how many grommets would you give? Well... I'm I'm I, the more we talk about it, the angrier I am. So I'm downgrading it. Dude, I'm gonna say t- we're going out of five, right? Five grommets. Yeah, five grommets. Well, yeah. Even though more grommets are better, but we have to put a limit somewhere. I'm going two and a half grommets. Ooh, okay. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm right there with you. Two and a half. The the extra half is because of President Freeman. Oh, completely. Otherwise, it would have just gotten two. And Mary McCormick, who is always on my list. Well, we should talk about the, uh, the the NBC ER West Wing tie and oh, all yeah. the cast members. Yeah, so I had the same Amazon trivia popping up on my Kindle that Eric did. And apparently, um, um, what was his name? John Wells was a producer on this movie who was also a producer on West Wing and ER. And this movie was filthy with the cast of both of those shows. Yeah. Hey, that, hey. That's what pushed it for me. I'm giving it three out of five because you have Morgan Freeman, you have Robert Duvall. But what really pushes it is the young, beardless Toby Ziegler and, yeah. and Richard Schiff as the father. So I'm right. going three. Uh, I would go three and would even go three and a half if – the secretary's boat would have hit the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really would have really upped it for me, but I'll stick with three. And I, I'm, I'm giving it a three as well. I think it, you know, it was the underrated, you know, comet movie of 1998, but I think it had more truth to it. It was less glitzy. It was raw. It also really tried to put MSNBC out there, which anyone that tried to do that in the late 90s, good on you. You deserve a couple extra points because you could. Pr- MSNBC needs another one of these to try to get some rating boosts. Right. In some of the research I did, uh, I feel like MSNBC is their own disaster. Apparently, movie. apparently, astronomers hey, said that <laughs> astronomers said that Deep Impact was more realistic than Armageddon. So there you go. And oh, the one where they flew the drillers up onto the asteroid <laughs> less realistic than this one. Yeah. Also, NASA did name an actual mission Deep Impact, but apparently it wasn't at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. There was probably some money going back and forth there. I, I'm, I'm not going to speak for NASA. I'm not going this rogue on NASA. This was also supposed to Armageddon. This was the movie that needed no change in title for its porn parody. So <laughs> that, uh, that does do something for it, I guess. We are fully earning the E this time. But So no, overall, I think you know it was an entertaining flick. The dads recommend you check it out. It'd be fun to watch, um, you know. And uh, if you have ideas on different movies you want the Disaster Dads to review, you know, hit us up at disasterdads.com or send us a tweet at Disaster Dads. Love to do that. I do think that Dan's going to try to get us a Disaster Dads Facebook page. Uh, I'm going to put him on the spot on that, so you might eventually be able to catch us on uh, <laughs> on the Facebooks. Uh, so send us your ideas. We look forward to it. Uh, We panic and watch horrible movies so you don't have to. So with that, thanks, everyone. Bye.